Gearheads know that some projects need so many parts, it feels like you need a whole storage unit just to store them. That's what eBay Motors' 122 million parts are for. Think of it as your virtual parts garage. They've always got the right fitment at the right prices. Use the eBay Motors app or visit ebaymotors.com. Let's ride. Hello, this is Father Louis Skurdy with the Weekday Word. The Easter season is over. We're finished with Pentecost. Now we're looking forward to the celebrations of the Trinity and, of course, the body and blood of Christ on the, the Sundays after Pentecost. But for today, let's focus on Jesus as the Son of David. Thank you for joining us, and let's hear from you. Father Lou Skurdy at Hotmail.com. God bless you. Whoever loves me will keep my word, says the Lord, and my Father will love that person, and we come to him. Alleluia, alleluia, alleluia. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. As Jesus was teaching in the temple area, he said, how do the scribes claim that the Christ is the son of David? David himself, inspired by the Holy Spirit, said, quote, The Lord said to my Lord, sit at my right hand until I place your enemies under your feet. David himself calls him Lord. So how is he his son? The great crowd heard this with delight. The Gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. Now you wonder why the crowd would be delighted at that very confusing statement that Jesus poses to the, the audience, the scribes and Pharisees. Um, let me just say what it is first. In the Psalms, David is, is praising God, and he praises the Lord by saying, God, the Lord said to my Lord, sit at my right hand until I place your enemies at your footstool. And Jesus is taking that role as Lord, which is the Son of God, and he himself is the ancestor of David. So you have Jesus playing two roles. I mean, if you could do it graphically, it's up here as Lord, down here as the ancestor of, of David, and in the middle is David. That's, that's a graphic. But what Jesus is saying to us, and we know this already, there's no great mystery, but it's important for us to uh, reflect on it, uh, the position of Jesus Christ in the flesh is incarnate. He became a person. He became a human being. And therefore, as a human being, he's an ancestor of King David. Okay? David was the, uh, one of the major kings who united the kingdoms and who was uh, blessed by God to be able to bring the people of Israel together. However, in his prayer, David prays to God, the Creator. Well, Jesus is the Son of God and eternally coexistence with the God, with the Father. So when David is praying to God, indirectly, he's praying to Jesus. So that's why Jesus gets both roles. He's Lord and he's Son of David. 
he's the word made flesh. He's also the word of God. Okay, so that's, that's our mystery for today. That's our, our reflection. But you can see how the people, you know, um, they apply this back to the scribes, and, and basically they're saying to the scribes, you figure it out. You know, if you had faith, you'd have no doubt in figuring it out, how it comes, comes about. Our reflections also include that beautiful story of the angel Raphael from the book of Tobit. Raphael's one of the guardian angels, and in the book of Tobit, he's the companion of Tobias. And his parents see him coming with this companion. They don't know that companion is uh, a messenger of God, the healing, the healing saint, you might say, Raphael. And often you see the paintings or images of Raphael and, and Tobias walking along, and one of them is carrying fish. Well, as, as we saw in the story of this chapter from, from the book of Tobit, the fish, uh, this is chapter 11, the, sh the fish represented the healing of his blind father. The gall of the fish was taken, given to uh, Tobias, put it on the, the eyes of your father. He blew into the eyes of the father, and, and the, the, the scripture says, and his eyes smarted. You know, they, they, they felt like a little bit of a jolt. And, he, and, and the scabs of the cataracts fell off the eyes. Well, okay, I don't know. I'm not an eye physician, uh, ophthalmologist, but, but I do have one. And a week ago today, I had my, one of my cataracts removed. How appropriate. Um, they, didn't, they didn't fall off like that. She didn't put anything on and blow in them and the scabs fell off. She went through the eye, you know, as they do, and they pull out the old um, a cataract and they replace it with a clean one. Basically, that was the story. But I thought interesting how we've developed as, as a community of faith and a community of civilization along the same lines. So my doctor last week did what God did through Raphael centuries before. Healed. I think we have a responsibility to carry on a consciousness of, of our faith. As we're talking about Jesus as the son of David and Jesus, the word made flesh, the consciousness has to spread out and realize that he doesn't stay Jesus. Yes, Jesus is one, but he makes it very clear that as, we, as he leaves this earth, he leaves us responsible for the message that he brought. And the message, and some theologians say the whole message of the gospel is that section from John where God so loved the world that he gave his only son. And that's the key here, that the only son of God came to us so that we could go out to each other. Now, whether it's through science, whether it's through politics, whether it's through charity, definitely through prayer, and communication with God through our holy sacraments, it's our job to continue the word of God in the 21st, 22nd, until he returns in glory centuries. We don't know. We come to church and we profess our faith. We do what Jesus is challenging the audience that he's talking to to do. Profess our faith. Oh, it's going to be conflicted. It's going to be rejected sometimes. It's going to be 
unusual. We're going to be tempted. We're going to be uh, disillusioned. We're going to pray and our, quote, prayers won't be answered according to our guidelines. But our faith is that we place ourselves in the presence of the Lord. Presence of God. And we pray that, in the words of Jesus, his will be done in our lives. And after we've done that, we roll up our sleeves and continue the word of God and the will of God in our lives. Wherever we are, stores, home, church, other aspects of society, it doesn't matter. We can say, through prayer, praise the Lord my soul. What does that mean? Putting myself always in the presence of God, praising him, asking him to give us the grace to fulfill the prayers we place before him to the best of our ability and according to his holy will. You know a spot, but not just a spot, the spot. Actually, with the all-new Nissan Frontier, you know a bunch of them. But the key to these great spots? Being able to reach them in the first place. Your spot is out there. Find your Frontier in the all-new 2022 Nissan Frontier. With standard 310 horsepower, advanced tech, and 281 pound-foot of torque. Your favorite things feel made for you. Your education should too. University of Maryland Global Campus, formerly University of Maryland University College, was made to serve the military and working adults like you. Today, we continue that tradition by offering frequent start dates so you can get started with convenient online learning that fits your schedule, by recognizing your accomplishments with credits you can earn for what you know, by providing no-cost online resources replacing most textbooks because a college education can fit your budget too. And with no SAT or GRE required for most programs. University of Maryland Global Campus. Made for you. Last year, we awarded more than $15 million in scholarships to qualified students, including community college students, service members, veterans, and working adults just like you. Discover how we can make your education and your goals for the future a reality. Visit us at umgc.edu. That's umgc.edu. Certified to operate in Virginia by CHEV.